It's the middle of July and time for episode three of podcast number 78. Three guys, three different generations with the hottest takes on sports and pop culture. I'm the baby boomer, Ted Fattel of Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 here at the Castle Studios in mid-Michigan. Our social media master, and get this, Matt, I put you in the category you belong, millennial, Matt, Matt Burns of ESPN in Charlotte, North Carolina, and our Gen Z viewpoints come from my nephew, Jared Fattel of Grand Valley State University and Fox 17 in Grand Rapids. Our podcast partners include Advanced Elevator, Sheridan Realty and Auction Company, Rivals Tap House and Grill, The Corona Connection, Card Service Michiana, and Promec Engineering Services. Also, big thanks to our website teammates at Sports Radio Detroit. We're going to update you on our last week. Catch up with Jared. It's been a couple of weeks since he's been here with us. We'll look at some NBA news and we'll have another edition of Tedertainment tonight. All that and more coming up right after these messages. Rivals Tap House and Grill is the area's go-to spot for the best in food and drink. Meet up with your friends and catch your favorite sporting events on over 20 high-def flat-screen TVs. And our 120-inch projection screen. Rivals can handle your large or small parties and is an awesome spot to put on your fundraising events. Weekly food and drink specials including gourmet burgers, wings, pizza, homemade soup, and salads. Rivals also stocks a large selection of craft and domestic brews. Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official gathering spot of three-point podcast located on the corner of Shiawassee and M21 in Corona. 85, 90, 95, 100. Looking for items to buy or sell? Look no further than SheridanAuctionService.com. We will solve your problem. Bring Sheridan Realty and auction your items and we will market them all over the country and get them sold. If you are looking to buy items, we can help with that too. Call today, 989-720-SELL. It's fast, easy, and we get results. SheridanAuctionService.com. Buy or sell, we'll get it done for you. Call 989-720-SELL. You'll do better with Sheridan. All right, let's get going with this thing here. Uh, I know, Matt, you and I, we, we pounded out a podcast last week without Jared because he's such a working man and schedules become tough for all of us sometimes. But Jared, uh, you know, a couple weeks out, uh, what you been doing with yourself? Not a whole lot. Not a, I've been working. You know, 60-plus hour work week last week. Wow. and. You know, not the kind of work that you do where it's, you know, watching Game of Thrones at lunch and, <laughs> and sitting at my desk in air conditioning. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough work, but that's what I've been doing. I listen to the pod, a lot of good stuff you guys talked about. The thing is that has bothered me. The reason that we sometimes struggle to coordinate like yeah. when we're recording is right. we'll have we'll have the date set, you know, everyone gets it clear on their schedules and then then I feel like every doesn't it seem like every week that we have like someone like something pops up for one of one of us three and then we gotta adjust it. Yeah, and well, we just roll. it does make it a little difficult. This time we have to we have to let's just I won't call it blame, but uh, Matt had something going on Sunday, so we had <laughs> sounds to try like to, blame. Well, we had a shift yeah. to try to shift it to Monday night, right? And then you ended up working, and then the time frame was getting later and later, and. You know, I actually, you, you can blame me for this, but I had to make the executive decision. I don't think any of us wanted to wait till like 10 o'clock at night on Monday night. Yeah, we were even looking, we were looking out for you too, because mm-hmm. we know you probably didn't really want to either. So we figured let's just bang it out, the two of us, and uh, that's we'll where bring you back. And in. Matt, I, I'll be curious to see. I don't remember what the reason was that we did push it to Monday, but that's where you're wrong. Oh, yeah. I'm a grinder. Okay. You know, I, I grind all day, all night. Okay. I would, I would love to record a podcast with you, but you guys decided, nope, just roll without me. Just. Not tough enough, I guess, with well, what the problem was. Well, we'll remember that. I'll, you know, and again, partly I, I didn't really want to do it at 10 o'clock at night either. 
Yeah, I had been at work. I had to work that. I mean, so did you guys too. But I, I'd been sitting here for like two hours waiting for the podcast to start recording. So when I heard, yeah, it might be 9 or 10 o'clock, I'll be honest. I was like, I was about to check out and be like, Ted, you can go solo if you want. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, I just at that point said, I'm hopping in the car. Let's just bang this thing out. And it was okay. But we missed Jared, didn't we? I mean, he's always. I I think we did pretty well uh, without the the young man's insight. (laughs) But I I definitely would have loved to hear Fresh coming off that Fatal family reunion Fourth of July party, what his thoughts were. I'm sure, you know, you you Mm -hmm. can still tell us, Jared, what you thought of the Cornhole Tournament and and Ted's party and everything. But I would have been curious to hear what your thoughts were. The day after, two days after I'll, the party. I'll give you my thoughts. They're still fresh in my mind. That's great good. party, great party. But I do have a few nitpicks, okay, as you know, fine. I was gonna have. Like you, th- like I wasn't expecting that. Go ahead. So the <laughs> the first problem. So we talked a lot about the cornhole competition, right? How you know Ted's the organizer, and how he he can't play because he's organizing. It takes so much to organize. How this is the official tournament of the family. I know where this and is going. Guess who leaves just midway through? Uh, the tournament and just has everybody else kind of figure it out and run be their own rules and judges. He just leaves. He's yeah, not even I, at his own party running the That was interesting game. when, when Ted, you said that. You know, I asked you how far did Jared go, and you said you weren't sure. That you, you <laughs> left in the middle of the Cornhole tournament, came back, and it was a championship. That's true. And uh, do you want any more you want to add to that, or you want my rebuttal? No, I want your rebuttal. All then, right. I'll, then I will All add right. on. Now, Here's my rebuttal. We had 16 teams, 16 players. And, and you know, if I didn't have hosting duties, I would, I would play for sure, guaranteed. But here in my mind, and this is, this is the mindset that, that was the real truth, my sister Mary was in town. She brought my folks out to the party. And, you know, they can't sit too long, especially my mother. And she wanted to go home. I mean, it was, you know, 530. Hmm. The Cornhole t- tournament had just kind of started. So she wanted to go home. Instead of having my sister Mary take her home, she had already paid her five-buck entry fee, and she was in the contest. I said, listen, I'll take them home for you. Just let me take them home in your car. So so that was the reason there why I left. That's the only reason why I left. Is that it, lame, or is that, uh, is that acceptable? I, it, what I remember from this, I was in earshot of the conversation. Go ahead. They were fine with waiting until the tournament was over. Oh, yeah. And you said, no, I, I'll take it out. You want to go now? Oh, you are so full of <laughs> shit again. That's two weeks in a row. <laughs> that was what was said. You said, oh, it won't be long until it's over. I did. I did. I was trying to convince them to stay. Yeah. And my mom didn't want to stay. So what was I supposed to do? I could have said, I could have said, Josh, you can take him home. But guess what? Josh didn't make it for some reason. <laughs> what, what was that reason? Um. So he backed into <laughs> our other car on the way out to... <laughs> Your house, and that just some fireworks kind of went off at the house with that <laughs> happening, and and you knew that it was going to be kind of the talk of the party if he went. So he decided, yeah, I'm just going to stay home. I got a thought on this, and by the way, Matt, uh, uh, I don't know what the deal is with these three Fatal boys. I don't know if you've been in a, a fender bender at all, have you, Jared? Yeah, I've been in a couple. Okay, so coming back from recording a podcast here, actually. Oh yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. So so the three of you have been involved in. Yes. Fender benders with your parents' cars. I think, I think you're up to about six or seven. <laughs> Probably, we're not the best drivers. I think is where you're going with this. Well, yeah, I'm kind of going with that. And I have a question: Is it is it because you're distracted? Is there any looking at your phone while you're driving? Is it just too much gabbing? I mean, what's? I mean, seven accidents. Johnny's only 25, and you're younger. <laughs> you, both you other guys are younger than him. I've been in one accident. Okay. 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 My brother Josh has been in. 
one as well. Okay. Basically, it all falls on Johnny. He's been in a lot of accidents. And you ask him, not like it's it's all freak accidents. You know, it's nothing. Somebody backs into him. But he just does some. He he's he's the one that's really the bad driver. Now now, Matt, I know this is family stuff. I mean, we have to we have to uh, pacify everybody out there. The people that know us, they'll they'll like it. Other people, strangers, are dialing out. I get that. <laughs> but uh, uh, Matt's probably dialed out right so, now. So Josh backs into a car. I don't. I, from what I heard, it wasn't really all that much damage. No. You guys, I think maybe made a wrong decision. Unless Josh didn't really want to come, because I would have said, "Hey, just come out to the party. Nobody will notice the ding on the car." And then deal with it afterwards. The reason that Josh didn't show up to the party, which, as Jared already has said, was pretty good, uh, he just bailed because he didn't want to deal with grief from mom and dad, right? Pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much the reason. I was going to say, like, if the accident wasn't that bad, I would have still went out to the party. And it might have been kind of funny, but, I mean, it's one thing if, like, the bumper was about to fall off. But if it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. I just think he didn't want to deal with grief in front of a bunch of people. I understand that. That's why I probably would have kept a lid on it till after. <laughs> okay, what well, else what else do you want to um, pick up? Some other on? complaints I had about yeah, okay. um at one point during the night we all went around the fire, all right? Yep. And I'm just trying to relax and um I have a cigar and you keep badgering me about taking a picture of me. And I said, no, like, don't take a picture. Because <laughs> for some reason he's like the paparazzi at these family gatherings. I am. Little do I know, you took one of me with one. No, I didn't. I think. Nope. Well somehow my friend knew that I had one. I don't know how. Nope. I did not, and Matt, again, i got to clarify for factual purposes here. Jared's explanation of I was badgering him, I asked him <laughs> once, I asked him once, I said, can I take a picture of you with that cigar? That's funny. He said, um, no, no, I'd rather do it, have a picture taken at Faster Horses. That was the end of it. Is that badgering? <laughs> I don't I'll, know. I'll be honest. I saw a picture of Jared with a cigar. That's what I'm telling I see. That's what I mean. It didn't come from me. Oh, really? I didn't. Oh, so, so oh, Matt's, wait, Matt's wait, friends with our, people in our family no, now? No, I take that back. I, maybe maybe it was with all of us sitting around the campfire and I took a group picture and you had the cigar. That could be. That's that's all I could say. The one I, the one I saw was on the pontoon. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. So I guess, that's Matt, legit, what do you right? think about, do you probably have somebody, and probably everybody listening has somebody like this in their family where, they're just they're they they always have their phone and they're always snapping photos the whole time. It's like you can't even breathe without getting asked to pose for a photo, and that's kind of tethered apart. Yeah, I'll fess up to that. I am. I've See, taken... my, yeah, my family we're we're picture takers. I mean, my sisters, even me, um, like significant others. You know, like uh, we we take a ton of pictures. My aunt, aunts and uncles and stuff. So it's kind of been that way forever for me. So I'm used to it. Yeah, and I uh, I, I like I said. Some things I'm going to call BS on, but, yeah, I'll fess up to I am a picture taker. I probably put things on Facebook without asking people, you know, because I know there was one picture one family member asked me to take off. <laughs> I, I, I'll respect Wait, whoa, them. <laughs> I didn't know that story. I'll tell you what here. it was. It was, uh, oh. it was a picture of uh, Keith and Ryan jumping into the water. Did you, did you see that one originally? No. <laughs> yeah, they jumped into the water off the pontoon. I had a picture of it, and it was pretty hilarious because Ryan – I could have charged him admission by dropping coins in the coin slot as he was going in. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I guess Amy didn't care for the picture so much, so, so she asked me to take it off the pod. I respected her wishes and took him, took it right off, uh, not off the pod, but off, off Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Yeah. So what else? What else you got for me? See, uh, the, the one thing I'll say about that is I, I get that, you know, because, you know, some people don't want their pictures being taken, and that's fine and everything. Or their kids and stuff like that, you know. I mean, everybody feels different. I would, I would say more often than not, 
after the fact, people like having those pictures. I guess there are the few that maybe people are like, ah, oh, delete that, dude, you know, whatever. But a lot of times you might post them or, you know, a week later, later, you know, you show people pictures and they're so happy you got these pictures. Yeah. You know, while people are like complaining and saying, don't take these, I don't want my picture taken. After the fact, people are happy to have them. That's that's the big bonus. You're exactly right on that. Man, most people do appreciate them after the fact. But as Jared's saying, I can respect the fact that you get a little irritated when you have to stop what you're talking Stop who you're talking to or whatever and post for a picture. That is a bit irritating, isn't it? It is. Uh, okay, and this is my last one. Okay. And this is actually like a secondhand comment. It wasn't, it's not a complaint. It's just kind of funny, but it's kind of, I guess it's kind of Put complaint. it on the table. So, I, as we know, Ted used to have a speedboat, and now he has, <laughs> now he has a pontoon. And at one point when you are riding the pontoon, a comment was made about how slow, how slow the pontoon was. <laughs> and how this thing, it's kind of not that fun to like ride around on. So it, it wasn't me, but I kind of heard it. I was kind of like, yeah, you know, it is kind of fun to ride around a speedboat. I don't hate pontoons, but like I said, that's just a small nitpick. Would have been kind of fun to whip around on a speedboat. Nah, I'll give you that. I kind of miss my speedboat, too, at times, but uh, I have evolved, and, you know, I, I, I drive what I got, and you're right. You know, I just puttered around a couple times with different people on it. I get that comment, but all in all, I mean, everything – you thought was pretty fun? Yeah, great. It was a good party other than that. Good. Good. And the food was okay? Food is, food is great. Okay. And we just missed Josh. That's all. Um, that was pretty much it for catching up other than I know, Matt, you uh, you went to a pretty cool concert, huh? Yeah. Last night down here in Charlotte, uh, Luke Combs, he's, uh, I don't know, within the last couple of years, I know, Jared, you definitely know who he is. I, I'm pretty sure, Ted, you said you know who he is, but... Um, he's gotten pretty big the last couple of years. He's really like kind of starting to blow up a little bit now. And, I think my um, comment was, is he the fat guy with the beard and wears a ball cap? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, like I, I think I said, that if that narrows it down, I mean, there's a lot of country <laughs> lot of, who probably fit that. That was being a little bit sarcastic, but, but yeah, he's, yeah, a, I mean, he's, he's a nice he's a bigger singer. dude. And, you know, he's got a nice, nice solid beard, and he always wears the ball cap. But right. um, he's, he's a Charlotte guy. He's from Charlotte, um, like grew up in North Carolina. He went to App State. So, like, he's, he's definitely he's a North Carolina guy. So it was really cool. Like, this was his first time uh, headlining this this amphitheater. It's like the Knob or DTE in Michigan. So, you know, it's one of those outdoor amphitheaters. But so he talked about, like, he grew up his whole life going to concerts here. He was out in the lawn, you know, his whole life through high school, college, and everything, dreaming of being up there on stage. And now that was his first time back headlining, sellout. I mean, it was packed, and it was – it was an awesome crowd. It was obvious. It was a beautiful night, and uh, yeah, he put on a hell of a show. And you could tell, like he t- he kept telling stories about his parents, you know, doing what they did to support him. His his whole family, they were all there. Like they showed him a couple times. His whole family in the crowd, and you could tell, like it was really like you know a special night for him. And it was man, it, he's great live. Um, I don't know if Jared. I don't think he was at Faster Horses last year, no. but um, he he's great live. So if you ever have a chance, it's the hell of a show so it's really cool to see you know i'm not like from charlotte but i've lived here for a few years now so it's kind of cool to see that connection that seems like you know how country artists always say every concert like this is like the most like electric crowd i've ever seen like this is the best crowd i've been a part of i think that might have been one time when maybe it's like actually true yeah i mean yeah i'm sure you know artists always say that to try and fire up the crowd a little bit but you know sometimes in their head they're like this crowd isn't that kind of sucks or whatever but yeah last night it was crazy because you could see there were there were a lot of people with uh like old shirts on like i noticed some people with 
it looked like maybe they went to a show when he was just like a nobody, you know, like something probably bars up in App State or, you know, other places. So, you know, a lot of people probably knew him, old friends. He he told some stories about some of his high school buddies that uh, he, he, like, got up on stage and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. Do you know, I mean, how, how many years has Faster Horses been out there, four or five? Yeah, like, I think, like, 2012 or something was the first year. Do you know if he ever did play it as a, an up-and-comer? I don't you know, because he pretty, he's, like, exploded onto the he scene. He did. Like, his first, like, five or six, his first album had, like, five, like, number one songs on it. So it's yeah. he's only been out for, you know, two years probably. So looking down the road, I mean, we're, we're going to get into some Faster Horses talk uh, here in a second and also but next week i'm looking forward to next week if we put it all together but uh uh you know they had some pretty good headliners this year mm-hmm. you know keith urban toby keith you know do you think luke combs would would be a headliner there at faster that, horses he was he the too one big no i don't think he's too big okay. i mean you got blake shelton guys That's like true. that who, yeah so i don't think he's too big too, and i mean toby keith's kind of maybe past his prime a little bit but he's definitely had his day as a big star but he was the guy that everyone was, you know, crossing their fingers. He is the biggest thing in country music right now, okay. I would say. Yeah. And but he just he just wasn't stars were meant to be. But yeah, I know he he has some like some other shows going on because he did mention how like his his schedule's been filling up. And not to cut you off, but just one more. He he told a really cool story uh, about like how he kind of like made it. He went up to App State and you know was trying to go to college. That he did, he figured out it wasn't for him. So he he'd already been playing music and stuff, you know, just like local bars and parties and stuff. So that's where he, like he his dream was always to be a country, you know, rock star. I mean, just like you know, like Blake Shelton or you know, kind of what he's what he's becoming now. But you know, so what country artists do when they want to do that? They go to Nashville. So he said he he dropped out of college and he said I'm going all in. Moved to Nashville, you know, played some bars and stuff in Nashville. Finally got a shot with, like, a record label or, you know, whoever it was. And the deal was, they said, bring your three best songs, play in front of us. We're basically going to give you a yes or no. He played three songs, and he said they told him that he can't sing, he can't write, and no one would pay their hard-earned money to watch him sing. And he said those three songs that he played have all been number one songs on the Billboard charts. So that was a pretty that was a pretty badass story. I, that's what I don't get, and I don't know how you could listen to. And I'm sure like probably one of them was like Hurricane or like When It Rains It Pours. Like I don't know how you can listen to a song like that and just say, oh, like this isn't it. But I, it, you, I I'd be curious to know like how many times that's probably happened to somebody oh, where and, and and it was the same sort of thing where it was a number one song, but then they just kind of like hung up the hung up the guitar, I guess, and just it, we'd never heard it because of it. And, yeah. My wife and I, we were talking about that on the way home, and she basically said the same thing. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if, I think some of these guys probably do, you know, they think they know, like, the best country music or whatever, which most of them probably do. But I think, I wonder if some of it is, like, a weeding out process. I'm going to say this to some of these guys, and if they don't care enough to keep going, Mm -hmm. then they'll move on and do another career or whatever. And, you know, then you don't have to worry about them. But if a guy is going to keep busting his ass like Luke Combs has, and now he's become a like megastar, well, then you've, you've weeded out some of the ones that don't really care as much, maybe. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It's all about the passion, you know, the passion for what you want to do with life, and uh, obviously he's made it work. But you know what was really been disappointing about Fast Horses is that a couple weeks ago, Ted gave me the official word that he was not going after basically every time that was like you know how you kind of have like your like small talk that was like kind of the small talk like off the air like can't wait like fast horses like can't wait to see the lineup like get announced he saw the lineup was announced like oh keith urban i really like keith urban and then you just drop the bombshell that, oh like yeah i'm not going well once i found it officially and I've, i think i've explained this before it's a three-day festival 
and you can only buy a three-day pass, right? I mean, yeah. you, they don't have single-day tickets. Even if it was, okay, not divided by three, but even if it was half price, I probably would would have done it to mm-hmm. go see Keith Urban and see that, you know, hang out all that day. I just don't have a desire to go spend, you know, three days, and I don't really want to shell out the money for a three-day festival and only go one. So mm-hmm. I was perplexed. But you, are you calling BS that if that wasn't the, the story that I was just saying it? All I know is my my – my dad played the same exact card as you. <laughs> same exact, like it was shot for shot. Yeah, you know I'm doing it. I, you know, can't wait. Like I can't like planning the campsite. It's the sort of thing where I was like, man, maybe like me and my brothers should pitch together some money and get them a ticket. Uh, that yeah. never happened. Wow. I think we ended up getting them like twenty five dollar gift card or something somewhere Gosh, for if Christmas. You'd have, but... If you'd have pitched together and brought your uncle Ted a ticket, that'd be a different story. <laughs> but it's just it's a sort of thing. You guys both had the same. Yeah, you know, you talked a big game and then just. That's kind Never of our happened. that's our generational thing, but it is a true story. They only have three day passes, correct? That's a fact, right? What's a few? What you know? What's a couple hundred more bucks? A couple hundred bucks to get in, and all the other incidentals, it, it adds up a little bit more than that, right? Yeah, that's true. It's kind of a shame they don't. I mean, I wonder if that's something they've like thought about having where you can pay for the three day pass or you know a day pass. Cause right. There probably would be a lot of people who would do that. Right. Especially if there's an artist you really want to see and you don't really care that much about the others. Yeah, I get the fact, and, it, and again, again, a generational thing, I get the fact that if I was Jared's age or even your age, Matt, I'd be all about hanging out there the entire week, and that'd be just like you guys do, Jared. You lock it in on the calendar, you count it down, you can't wait because it's three days of nonstop fun and stories, right? Yeah, and it's 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 like your your uh, it's like your own little world, right? It's like you really you don't really have much of a phone connection, which uh, could be a problem as we talked about pr- yeah. trying to get a live report from Faster Horses on, Boots on the Ground for me for next week's podcast, but. It's just your own your own little world, and here's you, you might get to appreciate this. This is a little bit of a generational thing. So do you know the app Tinder? Yes, I know what it is. Faster horses mode, new new edition this year. So where you can everyone with people yeah, there, everyone that's at Faster Horses is you have like a Tinder Faster Horses edition. Pretty are you, awesome. Are you signed up? I am signed up. <laughs> That is been swiping nonstop on that. Oh, you have been swiping. I've been swiping. Now, is it swipe to the left or swipe to the right when you're interested? Swipe right. Swipe right. Okay. I mean, to be honest, when I am on it, I, it's a lot of people do it. It's just it's like a treadmill with your fingers. Just to it's it's a numbers game on right. that app. It's really what it is. You know, you just swipe right on everyone, just as fast as you can swipe. Oh, even the not then, so yes. pretty. So that's just, and then you just don't hook then, up. Then, then, exactly. Okay, so. that's interesting. Haven't had any luck on that. That's pretty app, good strategy. I, in fact, sounds cool. We've talked about doing a generational debate about different things, and that was one of my topics to ask you about. You know, Tinder and how that all works, and have you had any success with it at all? Have you hooked up with anybody as far as going out? Let's put it that way, off of Tinder. No. Okay. So one of my one of my good buddies is engaged to a girl he met on Tinder. That I would not tell people that. Yeah, I mean, I, I would not tell people you know, that. Used to wow, be like Match.com, and then all of a sudden, all these apps come out. Yeah, they met on Tinder, and you know, went on a few dates, and yeah, they've been together for I don't know four years now, and about to get married. Well, of course, the reason Jared says that is though it's got the reputation of just being a, a flat well, out sex. Hookup, I, I right? literally remember one of my friends. Uh, he's like one of my clo- not like one of my closer friends, but he's he's a friend of mine. Right. He we like kind of did like some detective work. <laughs> and because the story he told about how he met his his now girlfriend, they've been together for like a year now. Right, does not add up. So what we realized that it was a Tinder match. It, it was a Tinder date. And he wouldn't tell you. Tinder date that obviously went very well, right. and 
Yeah, so it, it, it is a thing where people do not want people to know that. If they're dating, they do not want you to know that it was yeah. on Tinder. Well, to Matt's point, too, I mean, it is it is kind of like Match.com. I don't know if anybody does that anymore. I mean, Tinder is the spot. It's kind of like, uh, like, look how huge Facebook got. They started out with MySpace, and Facebook just buried them. Matt, were you ever on Match.com? I never did Match.com. No. Any of those? Like any of those, uh, like Christian Mingle or something <laughs> like that? You ever been on any of those? No, uh, I I have no problem with people that do it. I, I jokingly, but I always say like I, I never struggled to find find women. So oh, look at that! Yeah. You're confident. <laughs> How about that? Uh, what like was so so when you when were you like kind of single back again? You know. Uh, I mean, I, I had a couple of long-term relationships. Well, I was single for a while in college, and then when I started at ESPN, uh, which was a smart move to be single starting at ESPN for a I while. Bet. But, yeah, when those, like, Match.com and some of those kind of got popular when I was in college, and then Tinder when I was at ESPN after college is when Tinder kind of really started picking up steam. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, it, it wasn't what it is now, though. And what about what about you, Ted? Was it? There was none of that. Yeah, our our deal was well. I was single a couple times. I was single before my first marriage, and then I was single, you know, before I yeah. ended up, uh, you know, getting together with uh, Lana and uh, getting married to her. But mm-hmm. there was a there was a period there, and it was more of a kind of what you do, you know, go out to the nightclub. And that time, at that time, there was a couple pretty hot spots in Owasso, and then you'd meet some ladies there, and you know, you'd have to just rely on your gift of gab, and hopefully, you still look good. You know what I mean? <laughs> To be honest, though, like, Facebook, like, I mean, I, I laugh about, like, how Facebook is now. Like, it's just absolutely ridiculous now. But it's supposed to be a social networking site. Like, that's what it is. And that's what it was back then when it came out when I was in college and right when Facebook started. That's what you would kind of treat Facebook maybe like Match.com or like Tinder, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But we would be in class or on campus at a party, whatever, and you would say, like, you know, find me on Facebook. Hit me up on Facebook. And you would – go find that person on Facebook and add them as a friend, message. All you could do, it was back when all your profile was, was like a picture and your wall. You know, there wasn't everything that there is on Facebook now. So that that's kind of what Facebook was back then. It was a social networking site. So, and I, th- I think still cool. there's people that, that use that for that purpose. I, you know, probably not nearly the same amount. Not not the same crowd either. It's probably not probably, the same crowd. A little older. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, because it used to, I mean, strictly be college. So it was it was real. Like we'd go to, you know, when I'd go to Michigan State to party, or go to Michigan to party, wherever. It was really cool to be able to like meet some people, you know, at Central, Western, wherever it was, and be like, find me on Facebook, and then you know you'd get back to your college wherever you were going, and you would still be connected to those people. Hmm. That's very interesting. So you were in that era then, kind of how Facebook all got together and started, right? Whatever. What was that movie called? Uh, Social Network. The Social Network, yeah. So you were kind of right at the beginning of that, huh, Matt? Yeah, that's where it was because, I mean, that it literally was – it was MySpace and still, like, AIM and MSN Messenger. And, uh, and dial-up internet. Sudden, like, we, like, the talk started getting around on campus and on MySpace. Like, there's this new website called The Facebook is what it used to yeah. be, the Facebook.com. And – that's what it like. People started saying like, "Get on Facebook." It was like the cool thing, you know, like get on Facebook, start a profile, and you know, you had to have a .edu email address, and that's all it was. It was just your you had a profile picture and your wall, and then eventually like you could do the poke that came out. So that was actually really cool when you could poke someone, mm-hmm. uh, and then you then like events, you know. But then that was all. What's crazy, like this is getting deep into Facebook. But what was awesome is that was way before camera phones. 
So, like, you know, now, like, everyone's a photographer. Everyone has a phone or a camera in their pocket. But back then, it was still, like, disposable cameras. And, like, if you had one, a digital camera. So, like, if you had a digital camera at a party and, you know, you could take pictures and then immediately go Download. plug them into your computer, upload those to Facebook, that was, like, a game changer. That was, like, the coolest thing ever to post pictures from a party on Facebook or something. That, talk- ha- Halloween and spring break were, like, the best times. That yeah, talk. That was a great like Facebook ad. Basically, we should have them on as a, as a sponsor. <laughs> right, so that actually might be controversial, but yeah, it, it, I don't. It's just it's changed, and to kind of bring it like full circle to faster horses, it's just yes, wh- it's quite it's an experience unlike any other, and that's why I was just so disappointed that you said that you were not going because I wanted to share with you, I wanted to maybe have a beer with you, but the, nope, just out. Well, Same with Matt. He 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 also flirted the idea of potentially coming to it, and he yeah. he's not. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll pass this year for sure. At least I know I am. No, we're not starting this word. No, I'm not going to bring it up year. again. But but I might uh, poke them and say, hey, how about individual day tickets? Maybe maybe they'll consider it. They were only four or five Some years clout. in. The know? three point podcast clout. Exactly. And again, we're planning. If all goes well, we're going to record again next Sunday. This is after Jared has had two full days, or is it three days? You getting there Thursday? Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come home Monday. So we'll get your uh, we'll get your boots on the ground, as you said, as long as you have cell service, and we'll get it all on Three Point Podcast in our next recording. That sounds awesome. We'll, yeah. we'll make it great. happen. I did see, um, I, I was going back and forth with one of Jared's buddies, uh, MJ, on, on Twitter, but mm-hmm. I did see the, the weather is looking pretty toasty next weekend. Yeah. Do they have that- anywhere you cool off at all? No. no, you don't shower. They have a shower room, but you're, you're gonna have to wait two hours to shower. Right. You don't shower. It's gonna be a hot, <laughs> smelly uh, mess. It's gonna be like an immigrant shelter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just I've, at those kind of things. I mean, I've never been to a, like a four day, five day, like what you're doing for faster horses. I've been to like overnight ones, two night ones. You, you just assume you you're gonna smell. Yeah. I mean, it'd be gross. You know. You're not properly hydrated. You're not. Your clothes aren't clean, especially if it rains, Ugh. and you know your tent gets rained on. And you know leaks. People are just gross at those places, but it doesn't matter. It's a good time. Like I said, it's a good time at your guys' age group. I can't even imagine being four days without a shower, sleeping in a tent, a leaky tent if it's raining, in the mud. I like. I can't do it anymore, boys. You I, can't. I, I can. I, I say no mas. I you, can't do it. You can't imagine sleeping in a porta potty. Which I did last no, year. No, I can't imagine that either. That was hell. <laughs> that that was in the middle of a Blake Shelton concert. Is what happened there? The worst headache of my life. We our campsite was two miles away. Oh, I didn't. I wanted to go to the infield afterward for with all my like friends to go party there. So I, I made a judgment call. I said I I gotta go to sleep. Like I'm so tired. My head is throbbing. So you locked. I didn't want. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go lay down. You know, with cops everywhere. Lay down on the ground somewhere. So I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna go sleep in this porta potty. Oh. Not a bad sleep. No. I mean, kind of gross. Ugh, I can't even imagine, Jared. I'm I'm curious, real quick. I hear heard you say the cops everywhere. I mean, obviously, there's plenty of underage drinking happening. Like, do do you see a lot of MIPs or anything being handed out, or are they more there to like make sure dump your beer or whatever, breaking up fights? And- yeah, it's, it's stuff like that. And I mean, if you see some guy just passed out sleeping in the middle of the like the, of the middle of the grass in the back of the concert, they're probably gonna. You know, see what's going on. So that's that was my thinking. Not that I'm underage, you know, twenty. I'm twenty-one, hmm. according to my. ID. But I mean, like, if they wanted to, they could be like kind of dickheads and just start handing yeah. out MIPs left and right. Yeah, but then word would get out. It put a whole damper on the festival, mm-hmm. and everybody's there to have fun. They want to try right. to make it fun. I'm sure the the organizers shelled out enough money to that whole area that they're all about it. 
So yeah. I, I wonder if the locals there, if this is the worst weekend of the year for them, or if this is like they love this. Yeah, I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know. That is a Maybe fair, I'll run into one this fair year. Fair question. Ask, ask a local business what they think. Yeah. Yeah. When you stop in at 3.30 in the morning to use their bathroom, and there's a line outside the convenience store to get in. That's probably Thursday well, the night, thing, right? Well, the, the thing that I am thinking about the most often, we're going Thursday night. Right. If you remember last year, I think we talked about it. It was a nightmare. Pod. It was a nightmare. We didn't get in. I did not. I was up until 5 a.m., did not get in until Friday morning at 5 a.m. Right. And that's why I probably ended up in a porta potty later that night. Woke up at 7 a.m. and kind of started going. Have you altered your travel plans? or is No, it's th- I just we, we hope that they fix the problem. Ugh. That's if a, they didn't fix the problem, you would have never found a man more pissed off than I was sitting in that traffic jam for six hours, one mile away from where we needed to go. Oh, Imagine man. that. So close, but so far. Would you, you feel- guys ever Have you guys ever tossed around you and your buddies renting an RV? Everyone pitching in a few hundred bucks and getting an RV? I mean, gee. I mean, a few hundred bucks a piece? I mean, dang. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, we haven't tossed it around. I mean, it end up being a, a couple hundred, but you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's not quite there yet. No, I mean, it would be awesome, but it's just you know the logistics of us trying to figure that out would just be it would be hell. So it's hard enough to try to get figure get, out the to food, even right? stay together without everyone like losing somebody or right. So all right, well, it's been two weeks since Jared's been here, so a long opening segment. We, but I <laughs> promise we'll get into some sports and we'll talk some NBA. But before we do, I want to tell you about Advanced Elevator Company. They feature top expert field technicians for installation, troubleshooting, and repair of elevators. An area business leader and a long, long time supporter of the Corona Public Schools. And you guys all know we need a place to chill out and relax. Ours is Rivals, Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official sports bar of Three Point Podcast. Every Thursday is bike night at Rivals with specials all evening long. Don't forget the first of the month parties with dollars, beers, five buck burger and fries, and all kinds of other specials. Awesome food and drink. That's Rivals Tap House and Grill in Corona. Well, as I mentioned, Jared, it's been a couple of weeks and there's been a lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Why don't you start it off? Well, the big news, it's, its you know, I think it happened on Wednesday morning is when we were discussing about this. Chris Paul, who I love, we had the debate a couple weeks ago whether he's a top, you know, top 10, tier, top, top tier point guard of all time. I think he is. Um, but he ends up getting traded for Russell Westbrook, obviously, come to, to come to the Houston Rockets. And so now it's Westbrook and Harden uh, on the Rockets. And I personally love this story because, you know, though that 20, like 2010, 2011 Oklahoma City Thunder team with Harden, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. I mean, that was like right in my formidable years. I loved that team, you know, and 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 it's kind of been the joke thrown around, like, you know, if you would have thought in 2010, like this team was going to win like five titles, and it really was. And but this makes me think, like, ooh, maybe there's a shred of hope that Kevin Durant maybe somewhere down the line joins this crew, and I and I and I just that would just be an all-time storyline. Wow, how long of contract did he sign with Brooklyn? Two, I, I believe a two two year. Two year, okay, yeah, could, could yeah, like a two year with a player option or something like that. Wouldn't that be something? Mm-hmm. That, be, I actually I hadn't really ever thought about that. That'd be pretty cool for those three to reunite. Let me ask you guys, since we're talking about uh, Westbrook, you know, teaming up with Harden, that's going to be a dynamic backcourt without a doubt. Who would you say in your your time watching the NBA, the best twosome in a backcourt? In a, in a backcourt, I mean, it's it, the first thing that comes to your head is Clay and stuff. Okay, I mean, I'm in my life, you got to put them there. Well, the one, the one and the two. Yeah, I mean. They're really, you can't really debate those two. I mean, when they've had the dynasty that they've had, uh, three NBA titles, and obviously, you know, been to the finals, what, five times in a row now? I mean, how can you argue against them? Even though I hate them with every shred of my life, I love Clay Thompson, but I hate Steph Curry with every shred of my body. 
but you just can't argue those two, I don't think. There's been some good ones out there. I mean, you know, you go back a little bit further, Ainge and uh, Dennis I, I Johnson. I knew you were going to say that. Well, good you know, God. I'm going to go deeper than that. But I, if, if I was going to be flat-out asked, I'd go with the bad boys, Dumars and Isaiah, with Vinnie Johnson off the bench. But go with Isaiah and, and Dumars, you know. Um, even farther back, it, this trade and this backcourt reminds me a little bit with the Knicks. They rolled the dice, and they had one of the best point guards of all time in Walt Clyde Frazier, and then they brought in a sharpshooter ball handler from the, the Bullets. Earl the Pearl. Earl the Pearl. That was that was a dynamic backcourt, and good for you to know that. I've read his book. Um, some inappropriate stuff in that book. Is there? Well. I might have to borrow well, uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Fifty Shades of Grey, like Earl, Earl Monroe. Well, kind of like Ball Four with Jim Bouton just passing away. How about you, Matt? Yeah, I mean, those are definitely some some great ones. I'm just I'm curious to see. I, yeah, dynamic is a great way to describe those guys. I, I don't know how that's going to work though. I mean, they are both just so like ball dominant. You know, want the ball in their hands the whole time. Yeah, they're going to be tough to guard, you yeah. know, but, like, man, I, I just don't know how it's going to work. I, I don't know who else is going to get shots between those two, but, you know, it, it'll be fun to watch either way. And it's kind of crazy. Like, I, I do – I'm with Jared. I think Chris Paul's a top ten point guard of all time, but it's kind of crazy how he's just, like, falling off that, you know, the Rockets trade him away, the Thunder don't – I mean, the, the thing is they don't want him to play one game as, you know, with the Thunder, so they're going to try and get rid of him or something. Oh, kind of crazy that he's like almost a little bit of a like afterthought in a sense. That must it must point to his personality then, because his game obviously is there numbers wise, right? Mm-hmm. He is, his game is there. He, he's obviously some injury issues are starting to creep up and stuff. But but yeah, and people have have actually been saying that for a long time. Like him and Blake Griffin apparently like feuded a lot in with the Clippers, um, and that's why like when people tossed around the Pistons maybe trying to get Chris Paul, immediately people were like. No way would Blake Griffin want to have Chris Paul back on his team. Rajon Rondo, I don't know if you guys remember earlier this year, Rondo and Chris Paul got into a fight. Like, actually a legit NBA fight. Like, actually landed some punches. Mm -hmm. Wow. And Rondo said a few times, like, everyone thinks that Chris Paul is this, like, you know, great player and, you know, all this kind of stuff, but he's, like, a terrible teammate. And so now, like, some more stuff like that has come out. And maybe, maybe, yeah, I mean, Harden said the same things. Him and Harden didn't get along in Houston. So, yeah, maybe the, the personality is finally catching up to him a little bit. Yeah, and I didn't hear the fact that they don't want to even suit him up. They want to move him on somewhere else, huh? Yeah, I, th- I think it was maybe like a mutual thing. I don't think he wants to be there. Right. I don't think they want anything to do with him. <laughs> How about the Pistons just not ended up getting Russell Westbrook? Do you think that they, like, wh- why didn't we just sell the freaking ship to get Russell Westbrook? Trade everyone but Blake Griffin. Who are we keeping that we want? Yeah, Luke Kennard, Matt, Matt's guy, Luke Kennard, or Reggie Jackson. Uh, frick, sh- or shoot, Drummond. Ship, ship Rose out. Get, yeah. get Drummond. Get all these guys. Send these draft picks. I, we already have Blake Griffin for the next four years. Might as well empty out those draft picks right there as well. We talked about it, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I tend to agree with you, but we also thought if they somehow could trade everybody but Drummond, and you have Drummond, Griffin, and uh, you know Westbrook, that's a pretty, pretty incredible three there to just build around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would, and then you could just surround those guys with role players, basically. And then you could have made a solid squad. So, yeah, I don't know if – I'd be curious if they even tried, like if they even made an offer because, yeah, you're just kind of rolling with Reggie Jackson. There's, there is obviously something going on, uh, you know, with Chris Paul. I mean, is, is he worth maybe taking a look at? Him and, I'm sure, like Matt said, 
him and Blake Griffin, I'm pretty sure, oh, that's hate right. each other's that's guts. Right. Yeah, yeah, that so won't work. It's, it, I'm sure Griffin would probably be like, him or me, like, yeah. take your pick. Yeah, that but you know, that it's, won't it's, happen. Remember, it's hilarious how the, the, the like rumor got out that James Harden and Chris Paul hated each other. Right. And then the whole Rockets organization and James Harden and Chris Paul were like, no, Denied. that's not true at all. Right. And then just a couple weeks later, he's traded out. Yeah. So if you ever hear on this podcast that, you know, things are going really well between all three of us, just know that the writing could be on the wall. We might be leaving soon. Well, I think the good thing is we get it we air it out here on the air. So there's no hard feelings when we yeah. walk out the door, right? No. I, I, I think so. I mean there's yeah. not really any way to No, I, I think I think we uh, we've been doing this long uh, enough to know each other. Yeah. Um also you didn't get a chance to talk about it. Uh Kawhi to the Clippers. I know we were hoping he would maybe go to the Lakers, right? To make a super team, but uh, the Lakers still have a pretty solid team and the Matt West is just unbelievable. Since Kawhi at the time when Kawhi made the decision I as a LeBron fan and now a bigger Lakers fan than Matt is because I love LeBron so right, much. Right. It was heartbreaking that because you thought, oh, he just completely screwed the Lakers by waiting so long. They missed out on all these free agents, but then they get you know Boogie Cousins. Yeah, uh, they re-sign Rajon Rondo, I believe. Right, they That's get a pretty solid squad. They right get there. Avery Bradley. They get all these other guys to come in where they've been able to put together a pretty good roster. Whereas people thought that oh, because Kawhi waited so long to sign that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but how? And how about uh, before maybe you guys weigh in on? I'm sure you guys you guys weighed in on this, on this last week, obviously, but. How about Paul George, you know, double downing and saying, I want to stay here. Oklahoma City, this is my town. Yeah. I, I'm staying here for good. And then a year later, he's like, I want out. I'm surprised that you haven't been very adamant at how much you hate that. Like the player empowerment era. It's not like the olden days. Well, like I've told you before, I've, I, there are certain things in the olden days that, that I like, but you got to roll with the flow. Now, the, the question I have for you, though, is did you even listen to our pod last week? I did. You did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know what we talked about. Then. Yeah. Okay. I, I I wasn't sure with the way you were. No, I listened. Bringing it up. Okay. Okay. We missed you, but we we did all right. But I was gonna say I have changed a little bit. I'm not quite the traditionalist that I used mm-hmm. to be. I mean, in today's day and age in the NBA, the players they do all the talking and they make all the money. And do I like the fact I said it last week? Do I like the fact that they're able to go from team to team? They can, you know, team up with their buddies and all this. Not really. I don't really like that, but I get it, and that's what you got to deal with. So I'm okay with it. I don't like it. I'd rather see like players stick with a team for their entire career, or they get to the tail end of their career, and maybe they can go help another team off the bench. But I, I like it better when when they stick with an organization and build a winning team around them instead of jumping all over the place. But that's just me being an old guy because that's those days are long gone. Yeah, they're long gone. And, I mean, it, you know, it, like Paul George, like you said, Jared, he was saying, like, I want to be here the rest of my life and, you know, whatever else. Even LeBron, when he went back to Cleveland, said that he always saw himself going back to Cleveland, finishing his career in Cleveland. And, you know, I, I think when people say those things, it's just the kind of – you know, feed to the the fan base or whatever, but you can't Posturing. take any of that to heart because not only they could leave, but you know, teams will trade guys as easily. I mean, they just Rockets just traded Chris Paul like it was nothing. So, yeah, what, what do you guys make of though, like the get people burning the jerseys and posting the videos and like is that is that a little bit that's extreme. Ridiculous? That's a little extreme. The thing is, it's like people act like 
like I wouldn't be surprised if someone happened to be wearing that jersey. Like you're telling me, like at a faster horses, if like Blake Griffin like just decided he's gonna leave the Pistons, like someone happened to be wearing a jersey. You're telling me that like I me and my buddies probably wouldn't burn that jersey like and make a video of it. It probably would happen. I feel like and there's only like two or three or like four other than the LeBron James one, obviously. But I feel like those are a little bit, you know, it's like three or four people that do it, and people act like, oh, it's like the whole fan base is doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things that, like, makes the fanatic come out of the fans, you know. Like, why? one, you bought that jersey, so I don't know, you're just throwing away money. But it seems like most people do it to try and, you know, go viral it's on Twitter clout, or something. about that clout, Matt. But it is kind of funny visual, isn't it? See, <laughs> just bouncing it with gas and, on and everything, yeah. <laughs> Wiping her ass with it. Well, I saw one go bad. Yeah, dude was, I don't know if it was gas or, like, you know, a fire starter or something, spraying it on there, and he got his, like, leg, his pants. So when he lit the jersey, it, like, went up his leg. And it was, that was probably the best one I've ever seen. Oh, I think I saw that one, the th- too. The thing that I, I want to go back to just the, the thing about super teams and stuff, just one last comment. And I and I know you always say that I, I bust your balls all the time. Oh, and bring it on. But didn't you jump from WOAP radio station to a uh, quote unquote super team at Z925 with to broadcast games? Well, yeah, but you see again, and I'll be nice and calm explaining the whole situation. <laughs> I would have never done it except they had brand new ownership come in, right? Follow along. New ownership comes in. Uh, they called me in the office. They said, "Hey, Ted, uh, we want to keep doing the games, but." We, we want you to record them on Friday night, and we'll play them Saturday morning. That's what that that's what the opportunity was, okay? So I said, so then I, you know, I struck a deal with Z92.5. I said, you guys are carrying games. I said, how would you like to have me come join you? They said, sure, come on over. So that's how that happened. Now, do you blame me for that? You want to do a tape delay game? So what about, so so you probably had a problem with Kevin Durant joining the Warriors. So Originally. Kevin Durant, Billy Donovan, new ownership comes yeah. in the new coach he doesn't like the new coach okay he has russell westbrook uh alongside of him and he has to kind of have less of a role doesn't shoot as many shots doesn't get to you know maybe play the prime time friday night slot he has to kind of be a backseat man to russell westbrook it's kind of sort of similar in a way it's kind of apples to apples here. oh my god again that's that's <laughs> bs times three now tonight <laughs> that's the same thing <laughs> that's quite an analogy do you follow along on that matt I mean, I, I could see where he was trying to go, um, <laughs> but no. <laughs> well, the worst part was uh, when I when I told station management that I I didn't I had no interest in that. Well, they caught wind that I went that I was going to the, the other station. Traitor. Yeah, they they canned me on the spot. That's <laughs> <'Cause> got <laughs> They sent out the door. Yeah. Oh. That is funny. It, it's funny to hear that because that's how you know most you hear you always hear everyone knows like you put in your two weeks, right? You know, usually you work those last two weeks. Even at not like media it here at ESPN a lot. Like people will say, you know, they'll go put in their two weeks, and they know they're going to whether it's NBC Sports, you know, somewhere else. And same thing, they're like, ah, actually, your last day's today, right? Matt, this is just remind you got to hear this story. Uh, from Ted, can you tell the story? This this made the party for me. Can you tell the story about the, the bus stop in um, what was that, Detroit or something? What you had the story? You were at the bus stop in or the um, what's it like along the highway? Oh, like, the rest, rest area. Stop, the rest area. Oh my God! You want me to tell that story? <laughs> That's a great story. Is it, is it? Do we need to make this uh, podcast rated R to hear? It, it probably is. It's a great story. Yeah, you I'll, I'll, hear. I'll 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 clean it up a little bit. But I <laughs> I pulled into a rest area, and you know you know what rest areas are kind of notorious for, Matt. Right? Sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I pulled in there, and this guy had, uh, and this is the typical. Look at Jared laughing. This guy is, oh, is the stere- stereotypical perv, man. He was standing next to me in the urinal. You know, I, I, I came in. Unfortunately, it was one of those deals where you had to go in the middle, right? And I couldn't take the choice at the end. So I'm doing my business. And this guy with these big old Coke, bo- Coke bottle glasses takes a right look at me and looks right down at Mr. Sausage. <laughs> and I, I, I quickly did my business. I can't, and I, I, I was thinking all kinds of thoughts like, should I smack this son of a bitch? Should I call the cops? I almost called 911 to say, hey, there's a pervert in the rest area so, here. And someone said at the party, can you, uh, I think it was my old George who said it, can you imagine that phone call with the cops? <laughs> yeah, there's this guy at this rest area. He was he was looking at my Johnson at, at the urinal. Now, now, in all seriousness, now let's throw this on the table, though. If there's some pervert, it, I mean, a, a little kid could be using the bathroom and, you know, I mean, I think it's legit to call the authorities. I'm sure they've gotten those calls before, but, I mean, yeah, hearing it now, it is a funny story, but right. There's a lot of people, those stories go, like, the wrong way, you know. So. Yeah. Is there anything what? else I have to use you with? <laughs> I, don't, I just thought that it's such a simple story. but It's a campfire story. It. it cracks me up. Uh, I mean, camp, uh, campfires, man, that's what makes those so good. Yeah. Especially, you know, gets gets a little later in the night. You, know, you, you really hear some good stories out at the campfire. Oh, we had a pretty good, it was a pretty good event because, you know, we had our cookout, like we said. We had the cornhole tournament. Uh, people stuck around. We started the fire pretty early. Went out and you know had a tremendous fireworks display. Yeah. Did you did the fireworks? Yeah, fireworks pass? were good. Yeah, good fireworks. And then right from the fireworks back down to the bonfire. I think we were down there till one one thirty in the morning. Yeah, really good time. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So. Swing, swing it back around. I mean, that was just a wild tangent we just went on. But that, that I, just, I just remember that story. That was, I, I was laughing about that for a couple of days. So. <laughs> All right. Well, any, any more NBA news we want to get on the table? I think we covered it pretty well. I think we did, too. Well, we'll have a little entertainment coming up tonight. Are you a business and looking for the most bang for your buck in your credit card service? Card Service Michiana offers the best credit card setup and equipment for both new and existing merchants. Guaranteed to save you money? No problem. Call 574 238 1397 or contact us here at three point pod for details the chronoconnection.com knows it's great to be gold keep up to date on all that is corona at chronoconnection.com and by the way we're going to have tedertainment tonight coming up here in just a second but before we do i want to segue that chronoconnection.com into this we talked about it a little a little bit last week about the inaugural corona athletic hall of fame they're gonna make they made the announcement official in the local paper today okay uh, it's the 1947 and 55 football teams, the 83 basketball team, Jerry Dutcher, a standout in the 60s, Jamie Krasminski, who was a f- fantastic uh, female runner, and Frank Korn for his contribution in the press box. But, Jared, I think you'll get a kick out of this, and uh, Matt, you might too. Uh, in the article, it said, among those who plan to be in attendance is Ted Bud Fattel, a member of the 47 team. Let me get to the rest of this here. Uh, it says electric radio. The yeah, paper. electric radio on this pod. The forty-seven team, which won the mythical Class C football title. His sons, John, Corona superintendent, and Ted, were also accomplished athletes at Corona. Is there anything interesting about that, Jared? <laughs> they didn't mention uh, George. Uncle George got shafted, man. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I gotta say this. I when I read that, I I thought, well, that's not right. I don't know. I don't know if it came from. Uh, 
Mr. Beldiga or the the guy that wrote the article, Tim Robinson, but definitely George got shortchanged. George was uh, a fantastic athlete, great football player, a solid baseball player, a part of that uh, basketball team that kind of was a prelude to the 83 squad. So I'm going to give some props to my brother, George, man. He should have been in that article. I guess he got shortchanged because he's lived in Indiana the last 25 years. Yeah, uh, that's got to be it. But, yeah, that's a, that's a cool little write-up, though. Yeah. So if you're uh, you're a Crona fan and maybe don't get the Argus Press, I'll pick up a pick up a copy online. All right, let's look at some entertainment tonight. All right, guys, this is a little bit old, but I gotta tell you, you know I have HBO. I spend my entertainment dollar mostly on HBO, Netflix, Showtime. Don't go to the movies as much as I should, even though I've done it a little bit more recently. But I finally got a chance to see A Star is Born. It's on HBO right mm. now. And oh, you hadn't seen it? I had not seen it until last night. You know, and I know this is all old news to you guys. And, you know, it actually, you know, it had all these accolades. Well-deserved. I mean, on the on the Tetometer, that's a solid three out of three. I mean, it was tremendous. I mean, Bradley Cooper, what do you expect from him? He's probably... Would you say he's one of the top two or three actors out there right now in Hollywood? Way, yeah. I, I mean, it's just him. In my book, it's him. Yep. DiCaprio. Uh, De- DiCaprio, Denzel, Washington. And Denzel's and, getting a little older now. Yeah, and, and there's, like, you know, some comedy. like Even, like, a Will, Will Ferrell. I like to call it, and this is like a Bill Simmons thing, season tickets. Whatever right. they put out, I'm going to see. Well, Bradley Cooper, I mean, he was astounding in that movie. and the And the one that really... I mean, it just totally blew my mind was Lady Gaga. I mean, she was mm. absolutely fantastic. Uh, no wonder, you know, she got all the accolades she did. She goes right from music, top-notch acting. She looked good in the movie, too. I mean, I mean, you, you could just see how it all came together and just the stars born. If, if anybody out there, probably nobody is out there that hasn't seen it. Um, I, I was a little late getting to the show, but it's fantastic. It's playing now on HBO. I did see too. I mean, this was on like a grocery, you know, aisle tabloid. I mean, it was one of the like star magazines or whatever that apparently Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are getting together. So he did break up with his longtime girlfriend. I know that. Yeah. So stay tuned. But I tell you what, she was she was tremendous. Sam Elliott was good. The whole plot. I don't know if. You know, it was a remake of A Star is Born. It's been remade about, I don't know, three or four times. I don't know if the if the storyline in this one followed it at all. You know, I'm, I won't give away the ending for those two people maybe that don't know how it ended, but I don't know if any of the other Star is Borns ended that way, you know. but I believe that in – and it, you know, screw it. If you haven't seen – okay, if Go you ahead. haven't it's seen A Star is Born, skip ahead like one minute. It, it, in the previous one, I believe that Jackson Maine like drove a car off a bridge, okay. either on accident or okay. on purpose. I don't remember, or a car accident of some sort. Right. Uh, and then obviously, you know, it's a little bit sadder in this one. Yeah. It's he they, does it on purpose. But it's, they put it all together, you know, real nice. But yeah. I mean, you can't pee your pants at an award show. No. I mean, no. that is a rough look. How tough was that scene to watch? I it, mean, was. it was pretty tough. Yeah. Oh, did they really have to make him pee his pants, Matt? What do you, like? Did they really have to have it be that like embarrassing? You know? you're talking listen, about. Listen it. to how we, all three of us just reacted. Like how tough it was to watch that. They yeah. wanted to drive home that this dude had real problems. Problem. He had a serious problem. And what what way to do it? Dude pisses his pants at basically like the Grammys or whatever you want to say. That's what it was the Grammys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was it was a gripping movie and a, like I said a 3. Um, you know, we we like to mix in on Entertainment tonight music sometime and we always encourage our listeners to hit us up on Twitter 
and you can... uh, just something I feel like may, might be important to get like out on the table. Okay, just in case people. I know people are probably wondering this at home. Uh, were any of us three like bedwetters growing up? I wasn't. I wasn't. Matt. I mean, I think I did. Oh yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a problem. I think it, you know, like a standard kid. I think I did a few times or whatever, but. Just so, just was that just, something you heard? You knew that was going to be his answer? No, I didn't. But it's hilarious <laughs> that it is. So, just for the record, oh, it's hilarious. That was growing up. <laughs> yeah, that part's going to get cut out. I can tell <laughs> probably, you that. Probably. Oh, you, I mean, I know it happened. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Is there anything else you want to add on? That? We might have to with with Ted getting up there in age. We might have to do a re recalibration of that in a, in a year. Re ask it, see if it's still the same. Well, I'm a little worried about you because you you know you go to you pee a lot, right? Yeah, That's what old people are supposed to do, and I'm at that stage too right now. <laughs> drink, I drink a lot of water. Yeah, there yeah, actually might be something wrong with me. I don't know. Well, you should definitely keep an eye on it. That's for sure. Um, as I mentioned, you know, we like people to tweet us, and at Sparty Basketball with one L, he tweeted, stumbled across this band on Spotify, Lightning Born. Ted seems right up your alley. I listened to them. They're good. They remind me a lot of Greta Van Fleet. Do you know anything about that band, Lightning Born? In fact, they're from Raleigh, North Carolina, Matt. Uh, yeah, I've heard of them and heard people talk about them. I haven't really ever listened to any. I don't even know what you said. They're like Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like Greta Van Fleet. They have that classic rock Led Zeppelin type of feel to them. It's pretty good. So if somebody out there wants to test out some rockers, some young rockers, Lightning Born, check them out. Yeah. That was a little tip. I, I think I tweeted it out. Uh, Billie Eilish and Justin Bieber are going to potentially collab on some new songs. So ah. I know you guys got to be pumped about no, that. No, I'm out on that. And the believers that you guys are. I love Justin Bieber. I love Justin Bieber. Not, not ashamed to say it, but Billie Eilish is, is horrible. Yeah, I know you don't like her. And you love her. No, I, I like that one song. I don't know I don't know much else about her uh, her music style, but I did like the one song. Okay. What was it called? A Bad Guy, I think. Bad Guy, yeah. yeah. I like that bass beat. I got one other thing for you guys in this segment, and then we'll wrap up the podcast with some potpourri. Where was I going to go with this now? No, that's a... Oh, Stranger Things. Man, I talked about it a little bit last week. I'm three episodes in. Stranger three, St- Stranger Things 3. Pretty solid. Are mm-hmm. you watching it, Jared? Have you, have you binged I, I've it? I've already... I've binged it already. I love that. It's one of my favorite shows. Give your rating. Three... Uh, one, going by your rating? Three one to stars. three. Three stars. Three stars. I love the show. I, I really... I, and I, and I felt dumb because I watched the first episode of season three and I thought, wow, this could be going off the rails. Mm-hmm. And then you you get on Twitter and, and everyone's kind of like raving about the how good of a season it was. So I was like, okay, like you know, maybe it, it's gonna save itself, and it and it for sure did. Just a great show, and it just the way that those kids, like their friend group, it made me sad. You know, when the kid as they're growing I, up, I and then sp- the, I'm not gonna spoil. I almost just spoiled everything for you right there. Oh yeah, don't. <laughs> that I'm was only three. Bad. I'm only three. Yeah, that was almost in. bad. My, my bad. But just it's just you know I love that friend group. Okay. And one other thing, do you guys know? Ever hear of uh, Mad Magazine? Do you ever heard of oh, that? Oh yeah, back in the day, yeah. They're it's got now, the goofy guy, yeah. Goofy guy, Alfred Need Newman. They're off the newsstands after a 67-year run, and you know we've been seeing a lot of that as far as uh, newspapers and magazines. I mean, you think in the future we're even going to have magazines and newspapers, or is it all going to be electronic? I mean, I think there's still a market for, and I'm like half joking, but uh, serious. Doctors' offices. You know, hotel yeah. lobbies and stuff like that. If you, I mean, you, those things are still everywhere when you go in any sort of office or lobby or whatever. So, you know, hotel lobbies and stuff, barber shops. I will say this: the, I went and got my hair cut on Saturday morning. Great, great morning chat. You know, Space Jam was playing. Had a few buddies in there. Just a great trip to the barber shop. 
I usually will read a magazine. Magazines were gone. No more magazines Ooh. there. There was newspapers, but no more magazines. Did you ask why or just rolled with the flow? Just rolled with the flow, you know. Yeah, I will say this. I, you know, I get my hair cut somewhere else, but I, I was in the barbershop you get your hair, hair cut at. I took my, my dad in there to get it cut, and I was waiting around just shooting the shit with all the, pe- mm-hmm. the patrons in there. That is kind of fun. Yeah. If you have time to kill. I, I like to get in and get out. But What place? Where do you go, Jared? Uh, Jake's Barbershop. Downtown oh, do? Corona. Yeah, that's a great spot. Yeah, it, it really is. Guy too. Yep, Absolutely. Great barbershop. All right, well, we'll wrap the, the pot up with some uh, potpourri. But before we do, you know, everybody loves an auction, right? Well, go online at SheridanAuctionService.com for info on their upcoming auctions. In July, great stuff like an air-filled bouncy house and obstacle course along with new furniture and flooring. Tractor lovers, you're going to love an antique tractor auction ending on July 31st. Call Troy Crow at 989-720-SELL. For other details, or hit them up online. All right, guys, let's just uh, let's throw things on the table. You know, we're recording this on Sunday night. This afternoon, I was doing a little work at home on my computer, and I flipped on the TV, and the timing was perfect. Federer and Djokovic were in uh, the fourth set at Wimbledon. What a classic! One by Djokovic in a in a an unheard of tiebreaker at the end after after five sets. That and the fifth set was tied 12-12. Do you guys, first of all, as far as sports viewing, do you get into tennis at all? I don't. And I was actually watching Sports Center a little bit, and I was actually kind of like mind blown. So they play on a grass court. Gra- gla- yes, they How, do. I just that like kind of blew my mind. I was like, man, that must be the most like well kept. Oh, it's like greens, like golf yeah. course greens. Yeah. So it's just, at least at, at the beginning of the tournament. Yeah, by the end of the tournament, you can obviously see, especially at the back, worn out. Yeah. But I think I've always been a fan of Wimbledon. You know, I played the first trophy I ever won in my life was a tennis trophy. But uh, it's, a, it's a great sport. And, you know, Wimbledon, for, for the tennis fans out there, I mean, that's obviously the Masters, right? I mean, in July, you know you're going to get two weeks of great tennis. I mean, Venus Williams lost in her bid to win her 24th. And, Serena. Uh, Serena. Or Serena, I mean. I'm sorry. And then uh, this final today was just, it was one for the ages. It was absolutely tremendous. And I've got to give some kudos to ESPN as as far as Chris Fowler and John McEnroe. They're as good as it gets as far as commentators in any sport. I mean, they really know their tennis, and how, they're awesome. How does Chris Fowler, he's, talk about a jack of all trades, What he does everything. I know. He's awesome. And I think part of his contract deal, he wanted to make sure that he could definitely always do Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. That's a good move. Yeah, they, they usually try and negotiate those things, certain events. But, yeah, he's, he's one of the best. And, they, I mean, yeah, they're, uh, I guess I should say our <laughs> Wimbledon coverage is, is top-notch. But I'm, I'm kind of like, I think Jared talked about it with golf. I like tennis a lot. I don't. I definitely do not watch every tournament. The, the Grand Slams, though, I, I watch all those. I mean, it, that's the best tennis there is. That's kind of me too. I mean, I, I I for sure watch Wimbledon and I'll watch the U.S. Open. You know, the French Open and the and the Australian Open. I don't really tune much into. I, so I watch two tournaments. I just remember being a kid. You know, in the summers, dog days of summer. Right. It would just piss me off when I would turn on ESPN and it's tennis. programming. It's like, it's, it seems like it's like two weeks of just not tennis. That's what it is. And much. it's just it's horrible. I, I'm not a tennis fan. I'm not going to sit here. Kind of like how you guys jumped on the whole Michigan baseball thing, how you guys are biggest fans. You guys are kind of doing it now. It's cool to be a tennis fan now, so now you guys are both, oh, we watch it. You don't watch it. Whatever you say, Jerry. Well, that, I mean, that, that's I, I flat out admit. I, I don't watch every tournament. And sometimes, I guess, if it's on TV. But, no, the, the Grand Slams I'll watch, kind of like people with, you know, golf. They only watch the majors. Yeah, and I think I, I, think I explained it. I watch Wimbledon and I watch the U.S. Open. Will I watch 
day one coverage to the end? No, I'll I'll check in the semifinals or finals. That's that's how I view it. Um, I got to bring this up because this just happened this last week. We all heard about Tyler Skaggs, the uh, pitcher for the Anaheim Angels, who tragically passed away. I'm not even. Have, has there been any reports what the story was? Was it natural causes? Do we know? I mean, the last yeah, I just heard natural causes. I haven't seen any details really either. Okay, well, Friday night they uh, they had their first home game in Anaheim, and the Angels pitchers. Well, let me let me let me set the stage first. His mom Debbie comes out to throw the first pitch. She throws it just from in front of the pitcher rubber, threw an absolute strike to the catcher. Okay, that started the night off. She was a f- former, I believe, former or maybe still is a, a big time softball coach. Right. But, but uh, that starts the night off. Then they pitch a combined no hitter. Okay, and they I forget who they were playing, but they beat them thirteen to nothing. And this is the part that just gave me chills was after the game was over every player for the angels wore skaggs number 45 and after the game they all took off their jerseys laid them all on top of the mound and then they put a picture of him a big frame picture in the middle and it had him coming out of a awesome field. picture was that incredible? that was an awesome picture field of dreams i mean i got chills right now talking about it again yeah pretty incredible and mike trout uh, in his first at bat that game, the first pitch hit Deep. a home run that went 454 feet. Right. So you know, 45 is in there. So just all these things that I don't know. It's just like crazy stuff. I don't. Yeah, like you said, goosebump type stuff. That's just you know, obviously a a tough situation, but like you know, a, a pretty cool moment for his mom and stuff to the, experience that. The, the thing that I don't get: why did they not keep that pitcher in that was throwing a no hitter? I'm sure it had to be pitch count. I mean, I don't, I don't remember, but yeah. pr- probably reached. You just got just now. These, that's these the millennials, school. right? These millennials. That's What's it. What's going on? Out I've here? always been a, a believer. How in the heck can you pull a guy out throwing a no hitter? I don't care how many pitches he's thrown. Mm-hmm. But that's today's day and age of analytics and everything else. I mean, you know, trying to protect the guys, but they did end up getting. a I no-no. almost feel like it's harder to throw a combined no hitter than it is a no. I mean, I'm sure there's been a lot less combined no hitters than there has. I think it's only been six. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, but I mean, you got to have basically three pitchers, you know, Two operating on top of their games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I mean, kind of to that this discussion. Johan Santana threw a no hitter um, for the Mets. I don't know. It's been a few years ago now, but I had to, I had to do the highlights and stuff for Sports Center and BBTN, and he threw like. It, I, we could look it up real quick. He threw like 160 pitches. There's like something ridiculous. Kind of the same thing. It was like this guy's throwing a no hitter. We got to leave him in. And he literally was never the same after that. He threw too many pitches, and I mean, he he was never the same. He was out of the league like a year or two later. So you know, it's strange too. That side to it too. Why? I wonder why. You know, and this is this is a. I think we could probably look it up, but I'm going off my memory. I mean, back in the day. Now I sound like that old guy, but you know, pitchers used to go. How many complete games for a season? You know, they'd they'd go 25, 30 complete games, and they'd throw, you know, Nolan Ryan, seven no-hitters. He probably threw, you know, 200 pitches in a game multiple times. I mean, how did they not hurt their arm? But guys nowadays, you know, they can't. They they can't do it. Just built tougher. Is that what it is? We were tougher then, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. There was a (laughs) uh, really interesting article. (laughs) It was a series that um, ESPN.com – published and then there was actually like a like an e60 type show on this topic i don't know i think i I retweeted it on point pod so you could go to three point pod and see if you can find it but it's on espn.com and it talks about the youth sports and basically this topic like why are these why are people getting hurt more and how oh yeah youth sports they focus on 
one sport all the time. It's really interesting, but like some of the stuff that that they talked about baseball, and then the main uh, topic was basketball and how these kids nowadays are expected to play basketball every day. Even so, like in baseball, you know, guys are throwing every day, basically never like an off day or whatever. And they, you know, they talked about like 20, 30 years ago, guys would pitch. And then they maybe wouldn't pick up a ball until the next time they pitched. You know, they would stretch and exercise and stuff. But guys now, same with basketball, like they're expected to be in the gym 24-7 almost. And, like, your your bodies can't take it. So maybe that, that has something to do with it. Yeah, I think in that article, too, it was, uh, you know, when you're a youth and you, let's say you go play a Little League baseball game. And, yeah, you might throw a bunch of pitches. But then the next day you're in the gym playing some summer basketball and using different muscle groups, you know, or – you're going to play soccer or something. I, there might be something to that. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think there is. Because, yeah, you, you see a lot more injuries now, like the serious ones anyway. So The big Do question we, mark. Well, well, their careers were just a lot shorter. Well, were they? I guess that's the question. I'd, that had to be some research. I mean, guys like Nolan Ryan, he went 20-some years. Uh, you know, Bob I Gibson, I mean. Nolan Ryan. Okay. okay. Well, there are others. There's others. Yeah. Then there's the other exceptions. Guys like Denny McLean that blew out his arm. Uh, some of that was some of his nightlife. But I mean, you know, like I said, I'm just making a broad statement. I don't have any facts. I didn't look anything up. It, it would be an interesting thing to look up. Matt's our ESPN guy. I love it how it's a broad statement, basically saying that everyone Matt's age and my age are <laughs> pussies. But oh, he he has you know nothing. No, stat. he's just throwing a comment out there. He doesn't mean it. Well, that's what pods are, right? Yeah. It's all, all right. comments, opinions. Yep. yep. I don't know. It was, it, like, the one thing that I, I thought was really interesting in that article, it's really, it, it's a good article. So if you haven't read it, you should go to ESPN.com and find it. But uh, they talked to some, like, old trainers in the NBA, the Lakers' old trainer, the Bulls' old trainer, when Michael Jordan was there. And he said that Michael Jordan would basically, when the season ended, he wouldn't touch a basketball until a few weeks before training camp. He'd go golf, he'd go vacation, and, like, just get away from basketball for, you know, a good couple months. Whereas now, I mean, you see these guys now, they're expected, like, you're almost looked at now. If you're not in the gym every day, you're looked at as, like, lazy or something, or, like, you don't care about the game. you got to be playing summer ball. you got to be playing pickup. you got to be doing all this other stuff. It's like, man, you got sometimes you just got to get away from it, you know? I think there's something to be said for that. I really do. Okay, do you do either one of you guys have anything you want to get on the table as far yeah, as any sports? Yeah, I was going to throw some out. I, I don't know if you guys saw that the NFL, they proposed possibly going to an 18-game regular season schedule, but players would only be allowed to play 16 games. Oh. That, like, ridiculous to you? you? Would that seem interesting? Is it like, oh, whatever, it's more football, it's going to be great. You know, like, I, think about that. I, I don't hate it. What I would rather the NFL did was just get rid of one preseason game, uh, make it a 17 game season, and then and I don't, I don't remember where I saw this, but I really liked the idea, and then make it two bye weeks. There you there you have an eight, 18 week season for people to, for people to watch. But you're watching 18 weeks of NFL football, but it's really only one more game. I definitely think two bye weeks is something that they should think about, especially if they went up here, like you said, 17 games. Because especially how like some bye weeks they're all over the place. Like some teams might have their bye week in like week four or five or something, so then they're expected to play the next. 12 weeks straight, you know, while another team might have a bye week in like week 10 or something. So, yeah, two bye weeks is definitely something they should think about, I think. Yeah, well, I definitely think they need to get rid of two preseason games, whether they go to two more regular season games. I I, I could handle that. I wouldn't mind 18 or 17. I'm not sure. I'd have to give some further thought on, you know, you can only play 16 games. That could be a nightmare. 
you know. Yeah, because, I mean, think about it. Like, you know, so say Stafford's healthy all year, you know. What, so those other two games, I don't even know who the hell the Lions' backup is right now, Matt Castle or whoever it is. Right. Like, so those other two games, like Matt Castle has to start for the Lions? That doesn't make any sense. you kind of electric, though. <laughs> Does that mean that Stafford couldn't play at all? Yeah, you could only, I mean, the proposal is you can pl- only play 16 games. You can only appear in 16 games. Yeah. So you you would have to, like, space it out. You know, if, if he's going to be healthy, maybe, like, week eight, you sit him out and start Matt Castle. You know, I, it would just – that seems really weird to me. Yeah. Yeah, there's that seems like so many – like that seems like a logistical nightmare to that's try to I'm, do that. That's what I'm thinking, But too. I, I feel like that would help the Lions, you know. We're so crappy that <laughs> we're probably going against a lot of backup quarterbacks. Instead of facing Aaron Rodgers, you know, maybe face – some scrub, although they probably would play Aaron Rodgers. Maybe, maybe they could game. do. Maybe they could legitimately do it if uh, they exclude the quarterbacks. Yeah, let the quarterbacks play as much as they want. Yeah, yeah maybe. I don't know. Right, if you're, could you imagine if you go up against the Patriots and that's the week Tom Brady's sitting? Right. <laughs> How happy do you think he'd be too? <laughs> Bill right. Belichick would probably love it though. He, he kind of. I feel like he kind of wants to have a run of a season without Tom Brady yeah. to show that he can do this with anyone. Yeah. So maybe there, there might be a little bit to that. How about you, Jared? You got anything else you want to bring on the table? Uh, just I mean, in entertainment, that's just about it. I mean, last chance. I think we talked about it before, but last chance you right. actually comes out on Friday, the new season. Okay, and it's just I'm counting on the days to watch the show, Ted. I, I know we've talked about it before, but it really is. If there is a mo- if there is ever a picture perfect way to how to shoot a football game, it's the way that they do it on this show. It's like a movie, but it's it's an actual game. It's just incredible the cinematography. Yeah, and I, and I've seen show. a couple of couple seasons, and I agree with you. They shoot it; it's phenomenal. I mean, mm-hmm. they really do a good job. I wish I had. I wish I could watch more. I probably will try to fit it in. You know, I probably watch way too much TV as it is, so I have to be selective on what I watch. But uh, I might check that out. And there was one other thing I did want to bring up in entertainment tonight. I forgot. Do you guys even watch sitcoms anymore at all? Once in a while. Okay, I I've just started watching on HBO on demand uh, again. I watched the first time around. I forget if it was on in the I think it was on in the late '90s originally. Uh, the Larry Sanders Show. Have you ever heard of that? No. Heard of it? It's it stars Gary Shandling. He's no longer with us. He passed away, but he plays. You know who? Uh, back in the day, Johnny Carson, David Letterman. You know these late night talk show hosts nowadays, James Corden, and you know the others. Well, he plays a late night talk show host, and it's it's a total comedy, half hour comedy on HBO, done only the way HBO can do it. Highly, highly recommend if you younger generation haven't ever heard of it or seen it. The Larry Sanders Show. It's on HBO. It's awesome. It's funnier than hell. Well, in uh, other words, basically, this is something that you can watch that no one else can watch. <laughs> well, there you the- you feel you find a way to sprinkle that in like once a show. I feel like. <laughs> Well, I will say this in my little segment on entertainment. uh, I always give recommendations and it's funny. It's like anything. When you recommend something to somebody, you never know if they're really going to like it. And the one that I told you about with Jeff Daniels, Godless, I still stick to my guns that I think that's a three on the scale of one Mm -hmm. to three. There's been a couple people that said, yeah, I could only really watch the first episode. It just didn't grab me in. And a couple others said, yeah, it's okay. And, I, you know, I don't take offense to that, but it, it, it just makes it's me wonder, brand. what kind of what kind of shows do you really like? Because I really think I am the all-knowing one when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get to Godless, though. I, I, I got to get to that. We got to finish Handmaid's Tale first, but you, we got to get to Godless. Have you finished uh, 
have you been like waiting to watch the the season finale of uh, Big Bang Theory? You're gonna cry like when you watch it or something. Is that why you're waiting to watch it? I've already watched. Don't it. want it to end. Oh, <laughs> I've watched that. It, I, I've talked about it in a previous pod. It was one of the better series finales that I've seen. I mean, you know, we talked about the Seinfeld one. Some people liked it. Some people didn't like it. Uh, Big Bang Theory was was very solid. It All was right. well done. Should we leave it there? Anything else you want to add, young Jerry? Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. Faster horses. Faster horses. Give us another horses. little uh, promo for what we can look forward to. Um, so, just I'll give you a little taste of something that happened last year. I think I, maybe I told this. Maybe you remember. Uh, but the last night that I was there, everyone went home to work uh, on Monday. But I had Monday off right. with one other buddy. Other buddy was uh, not in breathing condition. Uh, he was out at, at like a light at like 10 p.m. in his <laughs> tent. So I was rolling solo. And where it is is the fireball tent. That's what everybody calls it. Oh, so yeah. It was the party tent. And I don't understand why it's a thing, but apparently girls just like to dance like on an elevated stage. Right. Um, so th- what they have there is they have a three-tiered stage. So I was dancing with a girl, and I, like I said, rolling solo here by myself. But I was feeling pretty good, and, you know, we're dancing. Next thing I know, I'm blindsided and shoved off of this stage that's like five feet in the ground. <laughs> five feet above the ground. I land on my tailbone. Oh. And... N- just talk about just being embarrassed. That was the most embarrassing moment. So I'm looking to, uh, so I'm guessing I kind of skipped this part there, but I'm guessing that it was like his girlfriend or something. I don't really know why else that guy would have or done didn't that. like the looks of you. Didn't one like or the, the two. looks of me. Uh, so shattered my tailbone pretty much and just walked home with my head down two mile walk back to our campsite. So in other words, you fell on your tailbone and walked home with your tail between your legs. Is that yeah. what you did? I, well, I didn't have any backup. I didn't, right. So there's nothing I could – I mean, I could have, I guess, tried to pick a fight. Just would have got my butt whooped and then had to walk with my tail between my legs after that. That's key number one. You always need to have your backup, especially, you know, being a little shorter of stature like yeah. I am. I mean, you know, you always want one of your friends you're hanging with to have your back, yeah, so, a big guy. So that was my last taste of last year, so I'm looking to, uh, you know – So you've learned a few things. Jump back and maybe have a better – get get that out of my mind, All you right. know. Well, that, that's... So you said you said that you guys didn't change your uh, launch time, if you want to call it that. You're not leaving any early. Did you like learn anything else from last year? You got like better tent, packing well, more the food, big, the more big, water. The big yeah. thing that we kind of winging it. We got a like I said, two mile walk back to our campsite. The big thing that we did was we got a campsite in the infield, which is oh, right where the party's at. So sweet. That that two mile walk, that time walking. You know, when you run out of beer, you got to walk back and get some more. That time is going to be out, and I am very excited to know that. So that's lesson number one you learned. Yep. That's that's big. That's mm-hmm. big right there. You're and right I'm, where all the party is. Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be, you know, maybe this should be like, geez, like you never could sleep like when you were in this true field. But we'll see. You know, that was the big lesson learned that we're kind of changing for this year. So Now, if you if you park, you're still going to be parked a long ways away, right? Yeah. Do you have to carry coolers, or do you have coolers on well, wheels? You can, or you, you can get... bring, you can, you know, bring your car through, drop everything off, oh, you bring can. your car back, and park it. Oh, yeah. that's a good deal, then. Yeah, I didn't realize sure. they allowed that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You're allowed one you, car on the campsite. What do you guys do as far as food? Do you, do you bring, I'm sure you bring, like, some food, or do you just rely on, you know, going to the, like, whatever, the, the food truck well, or whatever, we and have, eating takeout, basically? We, or do you guys grill? We, we pitched Pitched in a hundred dollars for fifteen people for four days, uh, so hundred dollars of grocery food. So basically, it'd be a lot of hot dogs, chips, uh, water, pop tarts, a lot of cheap food. But they and then you also, you know, I mean, when you're drunk, you kind of tend to splurge on food. So it's they have all the you know nacho stands, pizza places. You're just, you're, you end up buying. Some so are you saying stuff. fifteen guys, a hundred dollars total? Yeah. I'm gonna say that's what? not much at all. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> no, we'll make it work. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> at first, at first, I thought you meant each person. That's what I thought. Bucks. No, hundred bucks. Oh man, you guys, you guys would have a ton of food, but hundred bucks <laughs> is not going to go very far, man. I mean, how much does a hot dog pack of hot dog co- hot dogs cost? Like ballpark. Let's say three bucks or so. Okay. So I mean, but how much is you're going to take a whole bunch of water? I hope. Yeah. Okay, so you have water and hot dogs. <laughs> What? <laughs> chips, so chips. pop tarts. See the chips. Hot dogs in the water. I'm thinking the chips is kind of a tough call. I don't know about you. you do you like Pringles? Because it seems like Pringles would be a better way to go than bags of chips. Why? Just cheaper, easier to carry, easier or? to deal with and carry, and you know, store. Because if you know, you got to wrap up the chips and either put a clip on them, and then they're going to get crunched up. If they're Pringles, they're not going to get all crunched. Just a little. Just, I've that just is a good. That. That's a that's a good noted. Okay, noted. I, I'm, Maybe in my older years here, not a whole lot older, but uh, I don't even know if I if if your budget is a hundred bucks for <laughs> for a four day weekend, basically, I don't even know if I would go chips at all. Well, I mean, chips have like no substance to them. So let's break it down. That's what true. is the like? What is the logistics? So hundred dollars. You have a hundred dollars. Okay. You are in charge of it. You're going to the Meyer. You're going to Meyer. You're going to wherever. Well, number one, it's going to be water. Number okay. one, I'm going to make sure that we got plenty of water for the four days. I don't know you take fifteen people. And uh, how many waters are you going to have each a day? Let's say you have six, because you're going to have beer, but you got to mix in water too. You yeah. got to stay hydrated. Especially if it's 100, 100 degrees, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know what six times fifteen. So you're going to have you're going to have at least a hundred bottles. Need, you need at least a hundred bottles of water. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. So like probably three, three of the cases. Yeah, three cases. Okay. I would say probably. Uh, everybody bringing their own beer or? Yep. Yep. Okay. So they're so that's not, that's not a part that's, of the that's yeah. not a part of the hundred dollars. Um, if it was me, I mean, how are you going to do your hot dogs? They have a grill. Somebody, somebody bringing Camp a grill. Fire. Campfire. Yeah. Okay. You could do that. I, that makes sense. I'd probably take some hot dogs, but I probably also would have bread and bologna is what I would do. Bologna? I, well, or, I think we'll probably have some peanut butter or and jelly or, or something peanut butter like and that. Jelly. Yeah. Okay. Bologna That's good. is such a, like, baby boomer food. Uh, do people eat bologna anymore? <laughs> Wait a minute. A good bologna is no different than a hot dog. It's disgusting. And, uh, it's the same true. stuff. I'm yeah. I'm going hot as far as meat. If I'm doing something like what you know, faster horses, hot dogs is like the only meat I'm bringing because I'm okay. not trying to worry about keeping that yeah. stuff properly cooled in ice. That's true. In a cooler, like I'm not bringing any beef, lunch meat, nothing, and. Because I'm not, I'm not wanting to be worrying about keeping enough ice on that cooler to keep that stuff cold. That makes sense. Hot dogs. I'm getting peanut butter and jelly. That's the easiest thing, and that's going to stick in your stomach. And it's somewhat there's a little bit of nutrition there. The bread is going to soak up the booze. I'm getting trail mix with a lot of good, good call. Like nuts, yep. love trail mix, raisins. You know, so the M and M's. You know, you get a little bit of sweetness. Trail mix is going to stick with you. You know, I'm getting stuff that like you can get fairly cheap. At Aldi's or you know Sam's Club, something like that. And, but it's actually gonna stick with me, man. I'm not sitting there eating Doritos for four days. Look at Matt, you're coming up strong there. I like it. Yeah, I, I've learned this stuff the hard way. Yeah, yeah. You pitch in a ton of money for, yeah. Oh, I want to. Someone's gonna bring a bunch of ground beef. We're making burgers. <laughs> a day in, it's rotten and has flies everywhere because no one put ice on it. Right. Or you know, yeah, like you said, Ted. You open up. Someone opens up all five bags of your chips in the first day. Leave them open. Next Soggy. thing you know, they're all stale and smashed up. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Last year, there was girls in charge. Now, I like girls, obviously, uh, but it, they do some stuff that can be kind of annoying. So, like, last year, same sort of thing, $100 budget, and they spent, like, a good portion on them to make maybe 15 breakfast burritos oh, that lasted one day. Big. They were good, right. but it's like, oh, there goes half the 
budget. Yeah. Like one case of waters. Big That mistake. is the thing. I, I know we're not going to have enough waters, right. and that is what's going to piss me off. That's the killer. That's Dig in on that. I, if there's anything that you're taking, don't run out of water. Yeah. That's what I would say. Do I mean, they have around the like the venue, you know, around the um, or whatever, around the, the grounds, water stations? They probably do. Yeah, I don't really remember that. Water, yeah, probably. I mean, sell bottled yeah, water, five bucks a pop. Five yeah. bucks, yeah. Yeah, that's why you're better off taking your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they don't have water stations because I've started to see that more. Like even last night um, at the arena where we watched Luke Combs, they had free water stations around, and they even told people to, like, bring water bottles so you could fill up water. They're try, trying to make people properly hydrate. Uh, I'm surprised Faster Horses They probably do. do. I'm not saying I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I was like searching for a water station last year. Another thing that'd be cool. I don't know if they do it there. I know they do it at places like Disney and other amusement parks. They have like a a misting area where you can get if it's that hot, you know, they have a water thing where it just sprays mist and you can go cool off underneath the mist. They don't do anything like that, do they? I wouldn't even do that even no. if it was there. Okay. Just now you're wet. Ugh. Well, if, if you took wet, hot, you know, swamp ass. Yeah, yeah that's... that's true. You might get some chafing. Don't need that. Okay, scratch. That sounds that. horrible. Now, if you're gonna you're gonna cook the hot dogs around the campfire, right? Yeah. So you you have a spot right where your campground is, where you have a fire pit, or you just yeah. do it right on the ground. Fire pit. Okay, that's awesome. That's yeah. cool. So you could do, do any of your age group, any of you got people eat s'mores or marshmallows or any of that stuff. I think we're gonna have s'mores because that's that's pretty easy and not yeah. too expensive. No, and it's just kind of hits. We the need spot. to improve on the s'mores. Yeah. They're really not that good. But yet they're at every campfire. There's got to be something. I don't know if that. I don't know if something somebody's got to invent a better treat that you can make out of campfire. Have you guys ever had a s'more replace just the chocolate bar with, with a Reese's, Reese's peanut butter yep. cup? Yeah, definitely a great uh, upgrade. But still, I just feel like there's something. There's I, something missing. There's I, something that could be improved. Is there? Is there anything? Because I know Matt. I've I tweeted this. Is there anything you can su- substitute the marshmallow with? Because I hate marshmallows. That is a weird. Like hit bridge you are. I can't even. I can't even chew into a marshmallow. It's like uh, it gives me chills, like scratching a chalkboard. <laughs> Bizarre. Don't, don't bring marshmallows around Ted. No, no, I hate them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what you could replace the marshmallows with. You'd have to have something that would <laughs> melt with the chocolate. Of what would melt with the chocolate? I don't know either. I'll have to. We'll save that for another podcast. We're looking forward to Jared's report on faster horses. If we can pull it all together, it'll be on our next pod. We'll be basically live on tape with him down in. Uh, they've they've named it now Faster Horses Michigan, right? Yep. For starting on Thursday. Yep. Yeah. Down in Brooklyn there, so that'll be awesome. So definitely. Keep your phone charged that day, all right? Yeah. Do, do something. Step up for us here. We want to definitely get the report. So, boys, anything else? You have to if you have to stand on top of a Porta John to get cell service. I might call live from a Porta John. That'd be all right. That, <laughs> my own get personal booth. Get yeah, echo. my own personal booth. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you're not sleeping in there again. <laughs> all right, let's call it a pod, fellas. Everybody out there listening, subscribe, rate us on all the big podcasting sites, including Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and others. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Three Point Pod. Also support our Three Point Podcast partners, Advanced Elevator, Sheridan Realty and Auction Company, Rivals Taphouse and Grill, Lacrona Connection, Card Service Michiana, and Promec Engineering. Also be sure to check out our friends at Sports Radio Detroit for their great programming, including Three Point Podcast. This has been a Three Point Podcast production in conjunction with Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 The Castle. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Three Point Podcast.
She gonna teach me how to swim.